Welcome to the Miami Church Podcast. My name is Crystal Guaico, and I will be your host for the day. Our hope is that this message will take you to your next step in your faith journey. Enjoy the message. Uh, well, hey there, guys. Pastor Greg here, and uh, man, it's good to see you. And uh, here we are. We're in the middle of this global pandemic. In fact, at the time of this recording, we're six weeks or so into this shelter in place, stay at home, no schools. Many of you are working from home or you're furloughed. Um, restaurants are pickup delivery, got to wear masks to go in the grocery store. And so this is where we are. And I just thought it would be really helpful to try to host, to try to have a just practical conversation about mental and emotional health. And the reality is we're, we're, we're all in this together. In fact, I can't think of another time where we're like literally all experiencing the same thing, but obviously it's hitting us at different levels. And so I've invited my friend Troy here uh, to, to join me in this conversation. So, hey, Troy, thanks for taking some time to, to join us today. Greg, good to see you as always and uh, super excited to contribute in any way I can to what Miami Church is doing down there. Love it. Love what you guys are up to. Yeah, well, thanks, Troy. And so just a quick word, so we're all on the same page. Troy is a licensed therapist in Chicago, and uh, has been doing this uh, for a long time and works with people, a lot, of, a lot of issues with depression and anxiety, relationship, communication issues, all kinds of things he's been doing for years and years. And Troy and I were actually, we, our paths actually intersected in 2003, and uh, we got to work alongside each other there and we've known each other a long time and in fact we uh we've we're friends and we've, we've stayed in contact that we we talk regularly and uh i would say i get some free therapy uh and it's much needed so uh so that's a little bit about troy and I, my interactions i know troy's helped hundreds and hundreds of people it's always been life-giving and so i thought troy in this season so much uncertainty so much stress so much anxiety we're all experiencing it like, how would you coach us? How would you coach us to, to handle, to manage all of that stress, all of that anxiety? Yeah, that's a great question, Greg. A lot of people are asking this. I ask this of myself, too. Um, but mostly what I've been talking about with clients in uh, my office, or actually on video right now, would be um, this idea that if we can pay attention to our emotions before they sneak up on us, and kind of overwhelm us, we can do a better job of handling and managing how we're doing. We first have to know how we're doing. So one way to do that is to rate where you're at on a scale from one to 10 in terms of intensity. One being obviously the lowest, 10 being probably the most intense you felt in your whole life. So if we're talking about anxiety, if we're talking about sadness or anger or fear, so if we use fear, it's, you know, 10 would be, this is the most I've ever been scared in my whole life. And right now I could put myself at a six or at a four or at an eight. And um, my experience has been as we start to do this and we pay attention, like this is what's going on with me and how intense it is. We tend to underrate yeah. and underappreciate how intense this is, especially these days. So whatever number you choose initially, you might want to bump it up just a little bit. Yeah. Um, and you can use a few clues as you practice this, because it really does take a time to figure or take some time to figure out 
am I really at a six? Or what's the difference between a six and a seven? Some of the clues that you can use are if you notice physical changes. So if my hands start sweating, if I clench my jaw mm, or right. get tense in my neck or my stomach, um, I think sometimes we can tell when in our voice, if we get louder or if we start getting sharper in our tone. Um, and certainly if we feel like, oh my, my goodness, I feel like I could cry and I don't even know why. Those are all clues mm that this is more intense than you might think. And the goal, obviously, like I said, is to keep them from sneaking up on us. So sometimes it's actually good to just check in what number you're at at a particular time. Like some people do it, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. This is where I'm at right now. This is the highest number since I checked in last. Just kind of getting used to where am I at on this scale? Is it the sadness? Is it the fear? Um, and that matters because as we go up, we tend to go faster. Hmm, so if right. you're at a six, it's, it could be like six, seven, eight, nine, and then uh. there's consequences because it's going so fast. Um, and it's true that it does that, but I also have seen that as we get better of, at realizing where we're at, it doesn't go quite as fast because we're catching it earlier in the process. Oh, that's interesting. You know, I resonate with that on multiple levels. Um, one, I, you know, I think it's hard for all of us sometimes to really own where we are. <laughs> you know, I want to give yeah. myself credit, like say I'm at a six, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. three, three. Yeah. yeah. You know, cause I want to view myself better than I, than I really am. And then secondly, you know, obviously it depends on when, when I talk to you, like if I could talk to mm -hmm. you in the morning, I'm like, oh man, it's great. And then something yeah. happens and later that afternoon, and so I like that idea of, you know, multiple times a day. Uh, it's almost like you check in multiple times a day and kind of, you know, where am I? And then yeah. what's fluctuating? So yeah. Makes sense. yeah. All right. So let's say I do this, Troy, and I'm, you know, over the course of several days, multiple times a day, I'm kind of looking and, and let's just say I land on a number. Then what, what would be key to say I want to lower this number, right? Because I'm, I'm mm -hmm. trying to avoid the explosion. I'm trying to avoid mm -hmm. the seven, eight, nine, boom. Mm -hmm. Um what would be some like practical things I could do to, so now that I'm aware of it, what do I do to bring it down? Yeah. Yeah. I would say that, um, the, the number or the threshold that I, I tell people to look for is starting at a six. When you're at a six, then you're going, okay, I need to do something. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and actually sometimes sadness, people talk about it being lower instead of higher. But either way, what you're looking for is when you're at a six on whatever scale you're looking at, what kind of things can I do to intervene and make that number go in the direction that I want it to go? Um, and uh, this takes practice as, as well, and it takes some experimentation. But um, the easiest one to start with is taking a few deep breaths. And there's lots of reasons for that, as I'm sure you know, but yeah. it slows us down, our heart rate, our blood pressure. Um, it helps get more oxygen into the brain so we can think. It's just really, truly the best place to start. Um, another thing that I've found that people have used is uh, tensing and relaxing your muscles. Hmm. And you kind of almost can imagine doing that from top down, you know, and it's not like I can tense my scalp, but I can like my jaw, my neck, my shoulders, right. and just kind of work down and see if um, that helps relax and let go some of the tension or some of what you're feeling. Um, I feel like uh, another idea is to go through your five senses 
And what that does is that just, you know, whatever I'm smelling, tasting, seeing, touching, hearing, it gets me into the present moment. So I'm not quite as worried about what just happened. I'm not as nervous about what could be happening. I'm in the moment. And so going through your five senses in that moment is or can be helpful. Um, it's actually okay and it's a strategy to distract yourself for a little while. Uh, generally, if it's a healthy distraction, that's better, but right. um, it really can be just shifting your focus for 10 or 15 minutes and you gain some perspective um, as you've taken your focus off this, whatever this issue is, um, and doing something physical, uh, going outside, taking a walk. Um, if you can't do that, you know, at least walking around your room or changing your physical position, that can actually be helpful too to help move the number in the direction that you want it to be moved. And, and you just pay attention. Yeah, and, and as, as you're saying this, I'm processing like, so again, I'm seeing two different ways to can approach this. One is you could just kind of schedule this. Yeah. Right. Like, hey, I know it's a season. I know anxiety's up. I know uncertainty in my job or this or that. And so, you know, these, at these points throughout the day, I'm going to put in some of these practices or the other angle I'm feeling is like, oh, I can, I'm aware. I've got some awareness. I can feel myself going up the scale. Yeah. And if I hit a certain threshold, then boom, I need to go take a walk or I need to breathe or I need to, you know, do, do one of these exercises. Yep. yep. Uh, and some of them, it depends on the situation you're in. Some of them are easier or harder to do. Um, but you can always find something where you can do something to change the trajectory. Right. And it's an experiment. You got to just try and do, find what works right. for you. And what works, what works for your environment. If you can't go outside and, th but I mean, there's something about outside breathing, yeah. um, fresh air, that kind of thing yeah. uh, that makes sense. That, I think for me, you know, the breathing one is, you know, if something, you know, something happens with one of my kids or, you know, I can feel that, that slow buildup of mm -hmm. just anxiety, you know, the, mm -hmm. the change to location is big for me. And also just the, you know, those deep breaths and it mm -hmm. just has a tendency. You can just, you can feel it. You can feel mm -hmm. the coming down and feel it. Yeah, it's huge. Uh, yeah. Good. What would you say um, like another practical step um, for someone that um, is feeling all of this anxiety maybe even a little bit past five or on the upper end yeah. of the scale, but how would you coach someone like that? Yeah, I would say kind of the remaining additional step um, that really deserves its own, you know, category because it's so important. Um, all those things I mentioned are very helpful, but really there's, there's the number one thing can be reaching out to talk to somebody. Um, and it doesn't have to be a therapist. It can be a friend. It could be just someone that yeah. you know is available and can, that you can trust. Um, there's an old saying that I learned, you know, from other therapists about you either reach out or you act out. Yeah. And I've also heard it said, which I think is true, is you either reach out or you leak out because oh, that's good. if I'm upset, you know, that's going to come out even if it's coming out sideways and not a big blow up. So Thinking through who are the people that could help me either on a regular basis, like you said, or um, in a big, you know, I need help right now kind of way. And then also being aware of the people that might be unhelpful and steering <laughs> away from them. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. It's good. Uh, yeah. And avoiding that. And, and truthfully, I think the most important thing that I want to say, Greg, is that um, 
this you have to experiment and you have to be kind to yourself as you're working on this you are probably doing the best you can in this situation on this day yeah. maybe not the best ever but it's the best you can do right now i believe god gives us grace and i think he wants that to uh, he wants us to extend that to ourselves at times as we're learning something like this that's new yeah it's, this is so good there's so much there i mean that um reach out or act out, reach out or leak out. It's so true. I see it in my life. And I, in fact, I would just say these past few weeks as I have, I've, you know, again, I'm staying in touch with so many people in the community, part of our church. And I see like this marked difference. So people that I would say are reaching out, uh, I mean, they're staying connected. Uh, you know, we're doing our, our neighborhood teams, which are, which is our groups. We're doing those on zoom people that are dialed into phone calls. We're doing prayer time. We're doing all these things where we're trying to stay connected as best we can. People that are actively engaging as I've talked to them versus people that aren't right. People that have kind of gone the isolation route and not just isolate in your home route, but like we're all doing that, but the pure isolation, the difference as I talked to difference in the tone, the difference in the perspective, the difference in hope um, and, um, and even, whatever's even going below the surface that I don't, stuff that I don't even know about. Right. It's so marked. It's just so like obvious. Like I could, I can almost tell in a five minute conversation with someone, whether they've been reaching out or, or isolating. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. it's just, again, I believe, and I know that God, we were created by God. We were hardwired for community. And even though we community looks a little different right now in this season of global pandemic and we can't have coffee and I can't hug you and I can't, um, see you on a Sunday gathering at church. It's so communal looks different, but that doesn't negate that we were still hardwired for community yeah. and that we need each other. We've got to have each other. Um, and even this kind of like zoom we're on zoom right now and I can see you. Um, it, it does something for the soul. It does something. And, uh, and I just couldn't, I can't encourage people enough. If someone's watching this and you're feeling all these things or it's like, we're all feeling these things. We're all, we're all in this together it's all hitting us at some level and whether you're lonely or bored or scared or whatever the emotion is, it's legitimate. Um, so reach out, find who are the safe people. And again, I would say here, you know, obviously we're here, our church, Miami church, our community, our leaders, we're here to help. Uh, it's hard and we're here to help you and we would love to, to be here for you. And so, any way we can, you, all of our social platforms, you can direct message us, send us a message, uh, hello at MiamiChurch.com. Uh, if you want to send us an email, I mean, we have, we have a prayer team that's been praying. Uh, we have people that are ready, uh, volunteer leaders, great people all over the city who would love to help you. Uh, and ultimately, I believe that the ultimate help is in a relationship with Jesus. And, and, and the good news is that God loves you and he's got grace for you and whatever you're feeling, whatever you're going through, it doesn't, that doesn't any way affect how he feels about you. And so, uh, it, we would just love to help you any way we can, uh, through all that. So please reach out, reach out, um, reach out to us, reach out to someone, please. Um, and don't, don't go through this alone. I don't know how many more weeks this will go. Who knows when, when things open and don't, doesn't matter. Uh, reach out now. Uh, and so that would be my encouragement. Um, Troy, any, any last words uh, from you there, Troy? No, I'm with you. And um, 
uh, even though we're thousands of miles apart, we're in the same position. And I think reaching out is a huge part of it. And uh, even if that's scary to just find some people or try to find some people that you can connect with. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a good word. You know, last word, and I'm sorry, I won't go too long here. A guy reached out to me last week struggling with uh, alcohol. Um, and I, he reached out kind of tentatively, right? Like, yeah. uh, you know, I, I don't know if he's thinking I'm going to like judge him or like, Oh, you idiot. You know, I don't know what he's thinking, but, uh, I think once I was able to go, okay, yeah. Okay, good. You owned it. Let's get some help. Let's work on it. And that was his attitude. He, he was ready. And, uh, I just, I think that's so true. I think we, me, um, my tendency is to want to look better than I am and to protect myself and not, but man, if someone's safe, uh, man, reaching out. Um, I, I find that mo- most people really want to help and we're all in this together. We get it. And so, so anyway, reach out, Troy, thanks for your time. You thanks bet. for, thanks for taking some time to join us. And, uh, I do believe this has been helpful and, uh, man, I appreciate it. You bet. God bless. Thanks so much for listening today. We would love to hear from you. You can always reach out to us on our social media channels or send us an email at hello at mommychurch.com. Also, be sure to subscribe because you don't want to miss out on any future conversations. I hope our time together inspired you to take your next step in your faith journey.